0: well hello boys and girls are you scared yet wait a minute why am i trying to scare you what the hell this is a comedy podcast what why am i trying to terrify you sorry so sorry about that uh hey gang how are you man um harlem williams here and we have a very odd podcast today very special podcast very different than anything I've ever done, and I, I don't know if you'll like it or hate it, um, and if you like it, maybe we'll do more of it, and if you don't, well, let me know, and I'll stay the hell away from it, man. But uh, on today's podcast, um, you're going to get a, a recorded, uh, a recorded uh, stand-up comedy set that I did uh, where I go down to the local comedy clubs and just work on new material and Work on premises and talk to the crowd and kind of just just kind of find my way. Uh, It's kind of like a a peek behind the uh, the comedy, the stand up comedy curtain. So hopefully you like it. Um, And uh, we're just going to roll the whole. It's like a 30 minute set. It's like you're going to be transported from wherever you are now to a, a night on the Sunset Strip at a live comedy club. So, you've bought your tickets, you're in your seat, grab your drink. It's the Harland Highway!
1: Welcome to the Harland Highway.
0: Alright, let's get this sucker going, huh? You're causing a major disturbance on my time.
1: It's the Harland Highway. What's up, bruh? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? I have come here to chew bubblegum
0: and kick ass. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the
1: hell do you think you're doing? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. This is your fucking wake-up call, man! You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes.
0: hey Well, today, uh, as I said, is a special show. Um... Today I'm going to kind of uh, peel the curtain back a little for you guys. Um, and I don't know if you'll find this boring or fascinating or somewhere in between, but I thought, you know, if I was a young up-and-coming comedian or, you know, a fan of stand-up comedy or, you know, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm a guy who likes cars, but maybe hearing the mechanics... um. Of stand-up comedy might hold some interest for some of you guys so here's what I'm doing Uh, you know comedians have many different ways of writing of of, um, you know uh, coming up with material and I'm a guy who my whole career I've never sat down at a computer I've never uh, put pen to paper and wrote out jokes I've always felt uh, for my sensibility it's too technical to me uh, comedy is, is like it's, it's more of a energy and a feel and a flow and uh, and so I always wanted my comedy to just come from a, an organic place where it just kind of flows out of me. It flows out of ideas, it flows out of improv, it flows out of spur of the moment. And uh, so my method for coming up with stuff has always just been to either create it right on stage. In the moment, by talking to people, or thinking of things in the moment on stage, something comes into my head, and I just blurt it out, or I kind of go up with a kind of a vague concept, a, a general like point of reference, as you'll hear in this uh, in this set. You know, talking about birth and babies being born, or uh, you know, extinction, or animals, or the human condition. Things like this, and I never really have things mapped out with punchlines and stuff like that. I, I try to just go up with a general concept and start talking about it, and in the moment, let the punchlines kind of come to me, uh, or fill in, or you know, because I feel like if I throw if I throw a uh, topic or a subject out on stage, it's like people are here to laugh, so I can't just say, "Hey, who likes cars." And just leave it at that. So I kind of go into this panic mode. Imagine yourself drowning and clawing to the surface of the water. So I'll throw out concepts and kind of know that, look, if I don't fill this in with something funny, these people are going to be upset. They're not going to laugh. And I'm going to look like an idiot. So I'll go up with maybe a few vague ideas of what I think is funny. Maybe, maybe some... Uh, maybe what I think are possible punchlines, but a lot of the time I just let them come to me in the moment or, or uh, you know, let let the energy of the room channel through me or whatever. And uh, and this is kind of my writing process. This is how I, I like to do my stand-up. I find it a lot more uh, freeing. It feels like I'm flying. It feels like I'm floating as opposed to sitting down and... You know, being at a desk and going, okay, today I'm going to write about uh, motherhood. Let's see. Um, and I'm not saying that's a bad method. A lot of very amazing comedians do it that way. And I've tried it. I'll be honest. I've tried maybe twice, three times in my life. And it it just doesn't work for me. It's too stiff. You know, it, it's, like, it's like someone who rides horse, uh, you know, who likes to ride without a saddle puts on a saddle and they try it and they go, you know, I, I just don't like the saddle. It's too, it's too rigid for me. It's too confining it it doesn't feel right. And so my method for writing, which I think might be a bit unorthodox, but somehow, uh, works for me. It's the method that I get the most satisfaction from. It's the method I get the most joy from. I think half of it is because I don't know what's coming a lot of the time. I'm not trying to say that every single word out of my mouth is completely, ta-da, I never thought of that before I went up here. No, that would be inaccurate. I'd say it's like, you know, 50-50. Some nights it's it's 60-40. Some nights it's, you know, some nights it's all improv and uh, so you know i that's what I like about it. That's the beauty that's that's the freedom of being on stage. I don't know what the ratio will be. I don't know what I'm gonna come up with. I don't know if I go up with a plan in my head, and then all of a sudden, I talk to someone in the crowd and I go completely in a different direction and do the whole show that for the you know the rest of that topic and um, I don't know. I thought you know sometimes I tape my shows in order to kind of play them back and see if there was something there that I I liked. It's rare that I do it. I, I should do it a lot more. And one of one of the pavement pounders is Cat Brian out of uh, Dallas. He keeps sending me emails and voicemails and saying, you know, Harlan, you should record more of your stand-up comedy because a lot of the gold you do uh, just comes out. In each different show, and then it's gone. It never, it never comes back again because you improvise it. And I was like, "Man, Brian's Brian's right." And by the way, thank you for that. You know, it's stuff I think about, but I, I, I guess I kind of figure out ah, whatever. But then I think, you know, it's true. Maybe a lot of good stuff that would bring uh, laughter to people kind of just floats out the window. So, Brian, just so you know, thanks to your urging, I'm going to try and record a lot more of my shows. I rarely do it. I've probably done it maybe ten times in my career. And this is one that I did, uh, I guess, when I was getting ready to release my new album, uh, A Force of Nature. And I I was going up on stage at local clubs in Hollywood... And, um, and I was kicking around ideas, I was kicking around concepts that, you know, played into kind of the uh, overall theme of my, my stand-up special, A Force of Nature, which just came out in January, by the way. You can pick it up at my website if you want and uh, see the finished product. So I was dropping by a lot of the local Hollywood clubs, just popping in and doing what we call a set. I'm going to pop in and do a set, man going down to the Hollywood Improv or the Laugh Factory or the Comedy Store. And that's, that's one of the perks of being an established comedian, a guy who's, you know, paid his dues. You know, us guys, we can kind of pop into these local clubs and just jump on stage and work on stuff. And I love it, man. I almost love it more than doing a, a you know, a structured show, you know. It's so uh, liberating and freeing, and it, it's, it, to me, it's like uh, it's like those guys who jump off of cliffs with the uh, the webs under their arms. You know, those 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 guys that just free fall and they just they're flying. And when I get to go up on stage and just just let it fly, I I really feel like you know, like I got wings, like I'm just uh, I'm in such a pure creative uh, frame of mind. And let's be honest, it doesn't always work. I mean, God, it's risky. A lot of it's hit and miss and some of it just plain sucks. Some of it Some of it works, some of it's amazing. Some of it you, you end up going in a direction you don't want. Maybe you get you go dirty and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have got dirty or maybe you, you get weird or you say stuff that uh, it's a non-sequitur. But that's the beauty of it. it it's just uh, you don't know what's coming. So, all that being said, uh, this is a a set that I taped, and I'm going to play it to you from beginning to end. Um, And uh, I'm going to play you right from the introduction, which you'll be confused about, because uh, I I will not be introduced as myself. Here's something that I'll let you in on that's revealing. Um, When I work around town and I'm just uh, doing my sets... Working on stuff. I don't. I I like going up in a frame of mind that I call pure. I like stepping into purity. What I mean by that is, um, you know, most comics go up on stage by their their given name, and and they have the MC list all their credits and. And I just don't like that stuff. To me, that's just a bunch of business. It's distracting. It's like, okay, yeah, I was in Dumb and Dumber. I was in Something About Mirror. I was in Rocket Man. blah, blah, blah. I was on Conan. I did this. I did that. I don't care about that stuff. I mean, I care. I'm glad I did it. But when I go up and work on stuff that's new and fresh, it's like I want to go up to a blank slate. I don't want the audience having any preconceived notions. I don't want my credits to help Elevate my status. I don't want, I don't want, uh, you know, my credits to uh, put the stamp of approval on the audience. Oh, that guy's done movies and television. He must be funny. So what I do is I go up by these aliases. I go up uh, under the name Larry Smith and L- John Smith and. You know Billy Coconut and uh, Wally Ringwald. <laughs> I mean I make up the wackiest wild names and I, I say I'm from like the smallest little hick town I can think of, like Fresno or Bakersfield. And that way I'm going up uh, I'm going up to a real blank slate, like mentally for myself and you know hopefully for people in the audience who don't recognize me initially or those that aren't familiar with me at all, I mean, usually, I've, usually people know who I am in a lot of cases, but uh, I just like going up to that anim, anim anim animinity anim anim animosity. No, that's being mean. You know what I'm saying? I'm having a tongue twister. Animinity. Oh, I can't say the word. It's like Massachusetts. Um, <laughs> so um. So that's my method. That's my method. I go up blank and I just start rambling and I kind of go all over the place, and I try to stay away from some of my, uh, any of my established material. On those nights on those nights when I, when I go up and just work on new stuff, I, I try to make a point of never leaning on stuff that works. And I think in this set, you'll maybe hear me near the end do like one or two quick little bits that I've done before that I know work. But for the most part, this this whole set is a grand experiment. It's me just winging it. It's me talking to the crowd, and going up as uh, John Smith from Fresno. And uh, I just thought it might be interesting for you guys to hear it. You'll you'll see that some of it works and some of it sucks. And uh, and then what I did is even at the end, just so you get the full club experience, I leave the tape rolling uh people are walking up to me after the show you know talking to me taking pictures and even right to the end of the show where I go back to the wait staff area where I'm talking to the waitresses I'm saying good night and I leave the the, the tape rolling till I'm walking right out to my car and you can hear my my keys to my truck jingling before I shut off the the recording And the reason I'm going to do all this is just I want you to have a feel of the whole process. Put yourself in my shoes. This is you going down to the Hollywood Strip, the Sunset Strip in Hollywood, Los Angeles, California. You're walking into the uh, Laugh Factory Comedy Club on Sunset Boulevard. And uh, you're just going to go up and fly and see if you can come up with some material that works. And... uh, just just have some fun. So here we go, gang. This is me and how I do my business. This shows uh, for everyone tonight. This shows for uh, people from all over the world. How about a shout out to my Chinese friends? kids once, sir, you were a kid, buddy, you were a kid once, ma'am, you were a little kid once, look at your neighbor, each and every one of you was was little kids, and uh, kids don't understand that there's a world out there, right, buddy, there's a friggin' world out there, Uh, I walked up to a kid the other day with a rock, and he goes, "Uh, is that an (laughs) I-rock? eye don't know kid, it's just a rock. Here, look. And I threw it at his face. And he still didn't understand what it was. I had dirt in my hand. He thought it was eye dirt. No, it's just dirt. It's getting crazy out there, man. I, I, you know, there, there's... Uh, do you know this statistic, buddy? Are you a statistic guy? Guy? Are you a statistic guy, sir? 50 species a day are going extinct. Ma'am, have you heard this statistic? 50 species of animals are going extinct a day. Does that concern you at all, the ladies? You sit there in your little IKEA thunder shorts. <laughs> Every now and then I burn someone in the crowd's ass. <laughs> so 50 species a day, you do the math. Pretty soon all the critters are going to be gone. Sir, no, sir, you there dressed, the guy dressed like a zebra? Sir, Stripey McGinty, pay attention, guy. This is for you. This is for you. We're human beings. Let's connect. Let's have intercourse. <laughs>
1: So you see
0: what I'm talking about man, 50 species a day, pretty soon we're going to be down to dogs and cats, you see, so little kids in the future, they're going to be like, mommy, what's a bear? And they're going to go, there's one over there, and it'll be a chihuahua, and they're going to be like, what does the bear sound like? It was like, ow, (laughs) ow! This is going to be bizarre, but we're the only species in the world that uh, put value on uh, minerals and uh, money and gold. Do you you own gold, ma'am? Do you have gold? Bullion? It's crazy. See, see, any other living organism in the world would, would walk over a mountain of gold. A big pile of gold could be laying on the forest floor, and every other critter alive would walk right over it to go eat like a rotting deer corpse. Ma'am, please don't walk out in the middle of my routine. I have to pee. I'm so I know, but what's more important here, ma'am, you squirting your yellow talking about rotten deer (laughs)
1: meat.
0: Believe it? I'm up here talking about important issues about humanity and she's in there uh, letting it rip. (laughs)
1: She's doing
0: a giant cinna We are all born, man, right? Were you ever born, dear? When you were born. We were all babies. Kid, you were a baby once. Do you remember when you were a little bald thing running around, huh? All bald and squishing marshmallows on your eyes and stuff. Remember that, huh? Bet you were a cute little kid, huh, guy? Were you a cute little fella? So I'm sure you were. Look you got the dimples, and you're a cute little baby. We're all a little babies. Anyone here have a baby? Do we have any mothers here? Any mothers? Anyone give birth? Inspector <laughs> <Spanky> Gadget?
1: <laughs> you
0: have a grandchild sir? so you physically gave birth to a grandchild. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Benjamin Buttons in the house. what's weird about babies being born, Uh, it's, uh, it's an odd thing. A lot of guys like to watch the babies come out. Now, I couldn't do that. That's a very intimate area right there on a woman. Right, guy? You've had intercourse before. That's a very intimate area. I could not crouch down in front of that area and watch a kid trying to push its way out into the world. You know, imagine that little baby, like, pushing its way out. And here's a guy like me who was a kid. I used to go to the fair and play whack a mole all the time. So I see this day. snitch on your feet, <laughs> call your mother and tell your you see a baby, ma'am, and I'm not trying to be graphic, ma'am, I'm not trying to be rude or disgusting. We're all human. This is a fact of life. Some men like to watch a baby come out. I'm just trying to relay my particular experience. See, once I see a kid, once I know the kids come out of a woman like that, I'm never going to be able to go down and orally pleasure a woman again, because I'm always going to be afraid I'll be down there, and like a Tonka truck will come flying (laughs) out. Hit me in the forehead and cut me, cut me, my child, cut me.
1: <laughs>
0: you could take your switchblade knife out, sir, and cut me into a million little pieces, and each piece would say, "I love you."
1: Ah. <laughs> <sit down>. <laughs>
0: kid, sir? I'm pointing right at the guy in the white shirt, right there. Were you a baby, sir? It's a real easy question. Either you were, or you were fucking born six foot two with a big wig on your head. Here's the deal, okay? Babies come out, and what happens right away, Duran Duran? slaps your ass huh or depending where you live in LA maybe he does a drive-by <laughs> but he gets your adrenaline going whack welcome to the world woo, 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 woo. right huh that's what it sounds like guy come on don't look at me like i just shaved the backside of a brazilian tortoise <laughs> so i figured out funny little friend who's gonna go steal hundred and one Dalmatians after the show tonight. Chimchimmery chim I love Dalmatian me in my stop playing with her hair. I'm doing Instead of whacking them into the world and getting the adrenaline going, here's what we do, crow, okay? Sir, are you with me? You put the women on the roof of the hospital. Sir, are you with me on this? Are you visualizing what I'm saying? Are you just staring off into space as if fucking Griselda, the teenage witch, is going by on her magic vacuum cleaner? You put pregnant women up on the roof, right on the ledge, okay? You spread their legs, man, and I'm not trying to be graphic, but that's how babies come out. It's like Rod Stewart said, spread your wings and let me come inside, all right? The women get up on the ledge of the uh, hospital, they open their legs, they're right up on the roof, baby comes out, it's standing on the ledge, right? It's already got the bungee cord attached. (laughs) Mama just goes, welcome to the world, that sucker's ready for anything after that, huh? It's funny stuff. You know, how about a round of applause on that stuff? That was some good stuff. stuff. I'm going, ma'am. I had to take some water and lubricate my thorax. It's funny, though, you know, the human race, you know, what are we, six and a half billion people now? Think of that. Think of that staggering number, sir. Six and a half billion people. And that's not even a joke. Some of you can laugh. Some of you can walk up and go do a Cinnabon for a like <laughs> That's a staggering number. Six and a half billion. And then you, you get these uh, these guys, these forest management people... Who, uh, who are worried that maybe there's, uh, you know, 60,000 elk wandering through vast amounts of forest, giant acreage of forests, right? And they say, well, we got to go down and cull the herd. we got to shoot like 10,000 elk a year just to manage them. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. What about the 11 million people living in Los Angeles, huh? And somebody go in and take those suckers out? The snake blisking around? <laughs> what are you doing, man? You got your hand up? Oh, you were ordering a drink. I thought you had a question about my routine. So I thought you were going to go, sir, when do you actually get funny? <laughs> I know, I'm heckling myself. But you know.
1: <laughs>
0: well, you'd think, there's always this burning question, right? And I'm sure many of you guys have asked this. Out of six and a half billion people, guy, six and a half billion You'd think maybe two chicks could get together and throw a threesome my way? (laughs) Is Is that fucking doable? humans were breeding like bacteria we're taking over oh, we got to get off this planet we got to get off to another uh, galaxy or another planet are you for the whole uh, you know uh, getting Mars going buddy I look in your eyes and I'm not sure if I'm getting wh- where you're at with the whole colonizing Mars scene officer <laughs> uh, I look at you and I don't know if I'm seeing you having a crib on Mars in your eyes would you like to look would you ma'am? You would? How come ma'am, just quickly, because I have an act to do, but how why would you do like to huh? do it? No, why would you like to live on Mars? Because it's cool, yeah, it's fucking freezing is what it is that's right It's like beyond sub zero, that's this guy. He just went in the bathroom and threw a polywark. sex man you'd like to have alien sex why don't we wait till I get my fucking threesome going and then we'll worry about you and ET having a 69 in the middle of the night okay she probably puts uh one of those Reese's pieces on the tip of her foot hoping fucking Bates old ET let's put balance a Reese's piece on my clitoris and see if I can bug Comes and eats me out in the middle of the night. I got that routine. Fuck I'm doing a nice friendly show about punching babies in the face, and suddenly she's getting eaten out by 18. Where did this a family friendly, huh? This is fun. You're a great group. I'm really to join this. I was going to bail about 10 minutes ago, but I love this group. I got a whole, I'm going to keep. From the ass forward. Well, we just got a couple of walkouts, huh? You always get the uh, sensitive animal people in the
1: crowd.
0: I'm gonna keep going, ma'am. I'm gonna keep going. Easy, easy on the Scorsese direction over there. You folks take real good care, okay? It's been a real Pleasure working for you. Well, okay, slam the door and remind me of my parents.
1: Thanks.
0: (laughs) Here's something fun, folks. You ever do this? You ever uh, get a couple of Kentucky Fried Chicken drumsticks, Uh, buddy? you ever go to Kentucky Fried Chicken, buddy, when you're not, you know, hungry like the wolf and (laughs) stuff? save a prayer till the morning after. What does that even mean? Uh, The morning after pill. You ever get uh, two Kentucky Fried Chicken drumsticks and glue them to the top of your head and pretend you're a giraffe? Sticks on your head and ET.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's fun to do things differently. Did you know that uh, ghost, uh, ghosts fart marshmallows? <laughs> Can see your astrological star sign in the speckles on Morgan Freeman's face?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you know that people with tracheotomies, are you familiar with a tracheotomy, buddy? A big hole? Yes. Yeah. Did you know and this is a startling thing, buddy? You might be startled and get up and club. I don't know how sensitive you are, sir. (laughs) Guy, did you know that people with tracheotomies are just land dolphins? (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that here
1: tonight? Yeah.
0: Woo! Are you gay, buddy? Yes. How long have you been gay, buddy? Uh since I
1: was
0: born. Since you were born? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what you can do. Did you know that gay people cannot say damn straight?
1: Damn straight?
0: You're not gay. Octoberfest sausage. (laughs) Buddy, how about you? You ever, you ever dabbled? (laughs) Feelings, feelings, right, man?
1: Feelings.
0: So I'm going to end on something that's not so much funny, man, but just nice. I'm going to end on something nice. Be good to each other, huh? Love each other no matter what. Oh, yeah. And remember, if you ever crashed on an island, and maybe there was someone you didn't like, if it was just you and that other person on the island, you'd probably end up being their best friend gonna leave you with that. God bless you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. This was fun. Thank you. Come in here, you've not a
1: you Thank you. Oh, thank you. That uh, it's great, Arlene.
0: I was working on a bunch of new stuff. When he
1: brought you up to John Smith, I was like, what? What? Charlotte! No, I do
0: that. I always, when I'm working on new stuff, because if I go up with all my credits, people think, Oh, it's this guy, so look, like, but when I do new material and I don't know if it works or not, I don't want to disappoint everyone. You know what I'm saying? So I go as just, I go incognito. I yeah. The guy was running up high like, no, oh, it's home, it's Carlin, Carlin. Yeah. I told him, I told him not to. <laughs> cool,
1: very cool. Yeah. yeah. What was your picture? I want to oh, see a picture. Wait, oh. I oh. think right. it's got four nice years.
0: Let's do it, kids. Let's
1: do it. It's his birthday. We came here Happy to see you tonight. Christmas. You do? Yeah. Did we get all three of us? Come on. Yeah. alright yeah. <laughs> <the> yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All three. One, two. One, two, three. Thank you. you're welcome
0: it me in a weird night to so see when I come down. I usually just work on new material, yeah, yeah. Sure. so I wasn't doing any of, of my normal, like all that stuff was all new. So it's. Yeah, not... I don't need you, I don't know what it's me because oh, yes, I don't like right. to give people all like, oh, it's that guy. So I go up, like, oh, uh, I uh, try to be um, you know, incognito. Hey, I laughed on, on Conan when he did the kid one.
1: Off of the yeah, top, I know. so I that was the only reason why I did again. We were gonna leave like an hour ago too, but we saw that you're on. Oh, so hey. Hey. Yeah. Well, happy so birthday. Yeah. Thank yeah. you Thanks so for coming. That's good to day. see ya. Take care,
0: guys. like ice and just It's so
1: nasty. what she drank? X ray. Oh, that's too much. Hi, I just want to make sure that someone turned in an application for me. Yes. Yes, yes, One. Yes, did. You got it, yes. I don't, Denise. Yes, okay, she did. Perfect. You got, you got it. Okay, okay, I just want to make sure. Okay. Thank, Thank, you. You. Uh, Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Good night. Good night. I'm going to for a job. She's like, I no, that's all waste.
0: All waste. <laughs> I'm like, yes, yeah, great. I'm going to ask him for a job, hammer. <laughs>
1: She's drinking
0: money.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no way a bartender. <laughs> well, oh well that's
0: a very reliable bartender. <laughs> I for sure. Two for you and two for me. Alright guys I'm out of here. Happy holidays. We'll see you soon, buddy. All right. Yeah, I'll be in more often. Awesome, see you, so boss. All right. Yeah, see you, man. man. See you, doll. You take care. Oh, there she is. You'd be good.
1: Thank you. Good
0: to see you. We'll see you soon. I'll be back soon. I hope so. Yes, I'll be here. Thanks, guys. Bye. So there you go. I'm out the door. Walk into the parking lot. Did my set. Still with me? Walk into my truck. There's the keys. And... Uh, <laughs> I've left the club, man. That That's that's a night uh, with a stand-up comedian, in this case, me, Harlan Williams. And uh, that's, uh, I can't remember what night that was. That was probably like a Wednesday or a Thursday where the club's not super packed. Maybe, maybe there was like uh, 50, 40, 50 people in the club, which is common during the weeknights uh, in Hollywood and that was just uh, me working it out and it was fun going back cuz a lot of fun stuff that made me laugh you know the uh the whole uh, the girl with the reese's pieces on her uh, on her clitoris i know like i said sometimes it gets it gets out there but <laughs> old bug guys eating her out and then something that i wish i had said uh, going back and listening to this um it was really funny when the when the uh, gay gentleman I asked him how long he'd be gay, how long he's been gay, and he said, uh, I've, been gay since the, I was, I've been gay since the moment I was born. And in hearing that back, I thought to myself, man, that's got to be a super huge bummer. Like, the moment you're born, like, the first thing you do, you come out of your mother, you're instantly, you know you're gay, and you turn around, and there's a great big vagina staring at you. Like, that's that's not a great greeting for a gay kid. A brand new gay kid in the world who knows he's gay immediately. <laughs> and he's he turns around. He's like, yeah! Ah! Like, the last thing a gay kid would want to see. First thing he sees in life. The very first thing once he pops into the world. And when you're a kid, it's got to look huge, right? It's got to be like us, like hiking and jumping over a crack in the desert. <laughs> it's like the kid kid finally wipes the placebo from his eyes and staring right into a giant vagina. Poor, poor little gay guy. Um, so there you go. So there you go man. I, you know, I took a bit of a chance with this one. I don't know if you'll like it, you'll hate it, you'll think it's stupid, but uh I thought I thought, you know, this is what I do for a living. This is one of the things I do for a living. This is kind of what started my career and and this is my method and and uh maybe it might be fun to hear it. Um But again, thanks to Brian in uh in Dallas and uh I am going to try and make a point of recording more shows, I don't know that I'll lay out a whole show for you. This was kind of an experiment, but what I will try and do is is find some uh, some classic bits that, as Brian said, probably would have just floated away into the atmosphere and never been heard by anyone. and hopefully I can catch some some uh, some gold. So there you go, gang, there you go. Uh, Behind the curtain with Harlan Williams. And uh, speaking of Harlan Williams, well, let's talk about uh, what's coming up for the guy. If you want to see me live, if you want to see me doing this nonsense you just heard live, well, get your butt to the Hollywood Improv tomorrow night um, because I'm going to be doing a benefit there tomorrow night. I'm going to be doing a benefit for the blind and there's going to be a lot of me just winging it and having fun and uh it's going to be a a great great benefit down at the Hollywood improv and uh, on Melrose Boulevard uh Greg Fitzsimmons is going to be there uh Paul Rodriguez, Greg Proops um you know it's going to be a really really a uh, solid evening. I'm I'm having I have a feeling it might be sold out but if you can get there, get there. Call the Im- Hollywood Improv for tickets. It's a great cause, um, and it's uh, it's it's for uh, helping the blind. So go to that. Uh, if you're in San Jose, California, boys and girls, uh, I will be there Thursday, uh, May 9th through the 12th. We'll be doing stand-up comedy and improv. It's going to be like a double show, man. Stand-up and improv, all under one roof. Um, and then, uh, let's see, uh, May 17th to the 18th. That's uh, a weekend gig in Denver at the Comedy Works. Great venue. Come on out and uh, see me there. It's going to be fantastic, man. Um, please check out uh, my website, harlowilliams.com uh, if you want to leave me a message, you can uh, you can leave me a message at uh, harlowilliams.com or you can phone me, leave me a voicemail, 323-739-4330, 4330 Check out my stand-up schedule at harlowilliams.com. Check out our store. We have great stuff, hilarious books, DVDs, movies, CDs, T-shirts, all kinds of wicked wild stuff for you, gang. Um And that's it, man. That is it. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please tell your friends to get on the highway. We are collecting uh, new pavement pounders every week. It's a great feeling to know you guys are tuning in, Um, and I'm having a blast doing it. So until next time, keep on flying with a big bowl of chicken chow mein, baby.